Good morning. Good morning. Today is Friday, October 29th. We have 1 Corinthians 3 and 4 and Psalm 142. So let's take a deep breath and ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would uh, open our eyes to your word right now. You are so magnificent and glorious and incredible, Lord. We just ask that you would, uh, as we begin to spend this time together, Lord, that you would uh, speak to us through your word, Lord, that you would open our eyes uh, to receive that, to see that, Lord. Be with us now, Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are yet you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For why, while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom... You believed, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wage according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire." Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. So let no one boast in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All are yours and you are Christ's and Christ is God's. This is how one should regard us, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself, for I am not aware of anything against myself. But I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time. Before the Lord comes, who will bring light to the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purpose of the heart, that each one will receive his 
commendation from God. I have applied all these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, brothers, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against another. For who sees anything different in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. Without us, you have become kings, and you would, and would that you, and would that you did reign, so that we might share the rule with you. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, like men sentenced to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in dis- disrepute. To the present hour, we hunger and thirst. We are poorly distressed and buffeted and homeless, and we labor, working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. We slander. We entreat. We have become, and we are still like the scum of the world. We refuse all things. I do not write these things to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have any many fathers. For I became your father in Christ through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. That is why I sent you, Timothy, my beloved and faithful child to the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach them everywhere in every church. Some are arrogant as though I were not coming to you, but I will come to you soon if the Lord wills, and I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but their power. For the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. What do you wish? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love in a spirit of gentleness? Psalm 142, titled, You Are My Refuge. This is a masculine of David when he was in the cave, a prayer. With my voice, I cry out to the Lord. With my voice, I plead for mercy to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before him. I tell my trouble before him. When my spirit faints within me, you know my way. In the path where I walk, they have, a hidden, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see. There is none who takes notice of me. No refuge remains to me. <clears throat> no one cares for my soul. I cry to you, O Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Attend to my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out out of prison, that I may give thanks to your name. The righteous will surround me, for you will deal bountifully with me. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. For all that you've done for us, Lord, you are so incredible. You love us so much. You're so faithful and amazing. So wise and you just know everything. Lord. What can we even say about you? We don't even have words to describe it, Lord. You're so far above us, so amazing. What an amazing being you are. Lord, we just ask that your will would be done on this earth, Lord. 
that you would accomplish your will. Lord, that you would draw people into your kingdom. And Lord, use us as you see fit to help accomplish that, Lord. Lord, continue to provide for our needs as you always do. And Lord, we just thank you for forgiving us. Lord, help us to forgive the way you forgive, Lord. Lord, we lift up those that are suffering, those that we know, Trish and Mark, Lord, and Pam, of course, and uh, Lord, we just ask that you would just uh, heal these bodies, Lord, that you would uh, draw them closer to you. That you would use these difficult times, Lord, to mold and to shape us, the families, the, to be the people that you'd have us to be for all eternity, Lord. Be with Al and his back, Lord, we just ask for healing there, direction. Lord, be with uh, Clive and Sylvia with the loss of their son, Lord. We just ask for peace and comfort in a time that doesn't warrant peace, Lord. A time that, not a peaceful time, not a comforting time, Lord. So they need your peace, your comfort, Lord. The whole family. Lord, be with the younger son. Help him to come to know you through this tragedy, Lord. Father, we just thank you for all that you're doing in and through us, Lord. Help us to be reflections of you today. Just allow it to be a productive and fruitful day, Lord, here and in the kingdom of God, Lord, in your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, have a great day, guys.